Introduction. What was the greatest discovery you made? I marvel at the alien world of Africa as I pass several wild zebras and ostriches. If this were my homeland of Wisconsin, I would have seen nothing but cows and turkeys. The land around me now is dusty and hot despite being the rainy season, the equivalent of winter. Giant white ground creepers are blossoming on the edges of the jungle, and two Maasai warriors emerge between the flowers. The Maasai are one of the few tribes in Africa that still practice their indigenous culture. They wear the traditional blood-red robes with heaps of rainbow-colored jewelry and carry spears for protecting their cattle from lions. They are giant men compared to me, two meters tall with glistening muscles. I am equally glistening with sweat and regarded as a giant in many other countries with smaller humans than myself. I reach backwards to see if my machete is still strapped to my panniers with bungee cords. It is meant to be an advertisement to potential bandits. I've been robbed several times, but still, I have no intention of using it except for bushwhacking. Jumbo, hello, I say. Jumbo Buana, Habari Safari. Hello, sir, how is your journey? They reply. I'm near the border and I know the Maasai people are nomadic, so after the usual pleasantries, I ask, Are you from Kenya? No, Maasai, they say. Are you from Tanzania? No, Maasai. I know they have more affiliation with their tribe than their country, but still, I'm interested in their citizenship and how they navigate the borders with their cattle. I try a nonverbal approach. I point to them and then to Kenya. Then Tanzania. I point to myself, United States, and to them again. Maasai, they say every time. I'm out of ideas how to confirm their citizenship, so they jump in with their own questions. Through a combination of Swahili, English, and sign language, they ask me the usual questions that I've heard dozens of times a day for years in over 65 countries. Where are you going? Why? Are your legs tired? Does your butt hurt? Where do you sleep? How many flat tires do you get? Are you alone? Are you crazy? Are you happy? Oh, it makes me angry. I think everywhere I go, people ask me these damned questions. This is my biggest peeve of traveling. I want to learn about the people of the world. Instead, I have to answer the same questions a dozen times a day. However, this time, I wonder how these men, who don't even know in which country they live, can possibly be asking me the same questions. Presumably, like the other Maasai I've met, They have never gone to school, can't read a newspaper, have never watched television, or traveled further from their home than the next village. Some have never even seen a foreigner heard of the United States. How can they spontaneously be asking me the same questions as everyone else in the world? More importantly, why are the questions in approximately the same order? I'm still wondering how this is possible as I depart my newfound friends and continue cycling towards my next destination whatever that might be. As I contemplate my recent encounter, I think people do almost always begin with a survival question like, have you ever been robbed? Or aren't you afraid you'll get run over or get sick and die? Or what do you eat? The last question seems innocuous, but considering how frequently it's asked, it implies the majority of the world's inhabitants haven't met their basic needs or haven't overcome their fear of survival despite their abundance. Indeed, my quest for the meaning of life is most often usurped by a quest to simply survive. The second set of questions is asked by people confident that they will survive, 
both physically and emotionally, the questions are more curious as if people are puzzling what their dream may be or how to make it a reality. For example, how much does your trip cost? Or do you miss your family? Or why are you so lucky? Most people view my bicycle trip as a dream come true, though I view it as a means to an end. And eventually, the questions people ask become more profound, like, did you find what you're looking for? Or did you fall in love? And of course, the common question, are you happy? Which implies happiness is a commodity in short supply. It seemed people wanted verification that if they followed their dreams, they could also find happiness. It is a fascinating mystery. How could these Maasai and all the people of the world, regardless of age, race, gender, culture, language, religion, education, or any other factor, be asking me not only the same questions, but in the same order?